views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Healing House Radio. My name is Claire Candy Hoff. Through my business, Angel Healing House, which can be found at angelhealinghouse.com. I'm a writer and an author, an international radio host, a Reiki master teacher, and an angel practitioner. My inspirational books entitled Angels of Faith and One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness and my autobiography, I am an angelic walk-in, are based on my recollections of our life in spirit, and they help us to remember our divine, eternal natures. Through Angel Healing House, I help people to let go of sadness, anger, bitterness, resentment, and regret that has kept them locked in the prison of the past, and I help them to let go of worry, stress, and control, which has kept them focused on an imagined future. And once they are no longer living in the past or the future, they can start to live in the present moment, which is the only place that they can experience synchronicities, miracles, and magic. As an angel practitioner, I help people to see their lives from a higher perspective with the help of an extraordinary group of angels who call themselves the Posse of Angels. Just like my angelic family, the Posse of Angels, I'm very excited to take some of your calls for that free angel advice. You can call into the show on 1-800-930-2819. But before we get to those callers, welcome everyone to the first Angel Healing House radio show of December 2018. And to start the show today, I'd like to remind everyone that if you are looking for a perfect, enlightened holiday gift for all ages, my inspirational book, is, which is entitled Angels of Faith, um, it ha- helps you to reconnect to your divine, eternal nature. It's based on my two near-death experiences, and the book helps us to remember who we are and that we do not die when we cross over. In a conversation that I had with a publisher, they said that when a focus group of women was held, some of the women said after reading Angels of Faith that it lifted their soul after reading the book. And another group of women said, while reading it, they felt as if their soul was cleared and cleansed, and they actually felt closer to God. Angels of Faith is written with the energies of angelic light, and it touches the souls of both the young and the young at heart. 
and many around the world have felt a shift in their hearts as the book helps them align with their own divinity. To order this beautiful gift and to order my other books, One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness and also I Am an Angelic Walk-In, the autobiography of me. Angel Ariel, you can go to my website, which is angelhealinghouse.com, or they can be purchased on Amazon. Now that we are in December, which many call the season of miracles, the Posse of Angels have entitled today's program, The Miracle of Angels of Faith. You know, with the last of the leftovers having been eaten from Thanksgiving, and now that holiday is fading into a dim memory, it seems like the official season of holidays is underway. The usual decor of the shops is now resplendent with red and green, trying to entice shoppers to get excited about the must-have gifts for themselves or their loved ones. For instance, I was in a shop and I was buying a candle and I was trying to decide whether I wanted my house to smell like vanilla snow or spiced pumpkin. And I overheard a sales girl and she was pitching to a customer to buy the must-have scent of the season, which was the fresh holiday scent of holiday cucumber as it would be a refreshing and crisp, uh, add a crisp atmosphere to her holiday gatherings. Well, I don't know about you listeners, but the last time I checked, cucumbers don't have much smell, be they the regular kind or holiday varieties. And you know what, whether we choose to celebrate anything at this time of year or not, it is uncanny how many traditions and how many stories there are from different cultures and countries and um, at this time of the year and how many contain references to miracles. It is this theme of miracles that the Posse of Angels wants us to consider when they ask, what is a miracle and why couldn't miracles be a daily occurrence? Now, the dictionary definition of a miracle is a surprising and welcome event that is not easily explained by natural or scientific laws and is therefore considered to be a work of divine agency. With this supernatural intervention and when it occurs to human beings, it is so life-altering that for those whose lives have been touched by this divine intervention, and I can speak about this personally, we are truly never the same again. One of the greatest miracles that ever happened for me in, um, for me was in the area of writing my books. And it came about as a result of a message from a tiny little bird. And if I was not open and clear enough in my heart to hear the God, voice of God speaking to me through this little bird, well, I would not have received such an enormous gift and blessing in my life. After reconnecting 
to my divine eternal nature in 2003 after um, I experienced my angelic walk-in experience, I was able to hear, to see, to communicate with my angelic family who call themselves the Posse of Angels. With this angelic connection, I then became an open channel to bring forth information from God and the angels. And you know what, everyone? It didn't matter what time of day it was, as whenever I sat down to write, messages would channel through me with great ease and grace. Now, on one particular morning, I was surprised as my eyes popped open at 5.30 a.m., This was really strange for me, uh, as getting up early for me is around 7 a.m. And I, you know, I often say that there is no 5 p.m. for me, uh, 5 a.m. for me. There's only 5 p.m. Now, I tried to get back to sleep, but I felt this great overwhelming urgency to get up and write. Turned on my computer, fixed myself a cup of tea. And I decided that I would continue to bring forth um, messages on, on my third book that I was writing at that time. As I put my hands and my fingers on the keys, nothing came out. I was really perplexed and I took a couple of deep breaths. I repositioned my fingers and still nothing happened. This was very odd as Every other time, I wrote with total uninterrupted ease. Now, all of a sudden, the sound of a shrieking bird split the morning silence. The energy behind this bird's shrieking was one of great urgency and desperation. Now, as I listened to this bird, I began to receive a series of tingles and shocks that went up and down my body. I immediately knew that this was no ordinary bird and that I really needed to stop what I was doing and to go and investigate the sound. The noise drew me to our bathroom window. And when I looked out, I saw that a tiny bird had built its nest in our disused clothesline right outside of the window, and the bird was sitting on the nest. When the bird saw me, it locked eyes with me, and it frantically began to turn its head from side to side as it was chirping up a storm. He hardly drew breath as he seemed possessed to tell me something very important. After about five minutes, the bird completely stopped. He tilted his head to one side and he just stared at me. I thought, what an odd experience. And and as I was glad for the renewed silence, um, I was happy that it was quiet again. And I went back and and I started to concentrate on my writing. When I sat down and I repositioned my fingers on the keyboard um, and in order to write my third book, a very different story started to emerge. In fact, after about 30 minutes of writing, my fingers came to a complete halt. And as I read the enchanting, 
beautiful story for the first time that the bird had channeled to me, tears began to roll down my cheeks. The little bird wanted me to write my book, Angels of Faith, to help others reconnect to their own divine eternal natures and to remind all of us where we come from and the journey back home that we all get to take. Since launching this enchanting book, it has been a magnet for people to connect with me and to the work that I do. The channeled message and the angelic tone in the book, it touches people's lives and it touches their hearts. And no matter where they are in the world, many of the readers seem to be experiencing the same magic. For instance, shortly after launching the book, I heard from a client who ordered it in Australia. She told me that she loved the story, but that when she first read it, something strange had happened to her. She said that when she got three quarters of the way through the book, her eyes started to well up with tears and she began to remember something that she had forgotten long ago. I said to her, what a beautiful response. Could I use your statement in a testimonial? And she said, sure. A few days later, I heard from a client in Santa Barbara, California, that had ordered several copies of the book for both family and friends. He congratulated me and he said he had to tell me about his experience. He said that when he read the story, he got three quarters of the way through the book when he started to cry as he remembered something that he'd forgotten long ago. I was incredulous as he spoke the exact same words that the client in Australia had uttered just days before to me. It was a week later that I heard from a gentleman in Virginia who worked at an old age home who had bought several copies of the book for the residents to read, thanking me for writing such a beautiful book. He said that with so many residents, either terminally ill, crossing over, and, uh, and the families bereaved, that the book gave them and their loved ones hope in the knowledge that we are divine and that we are eternal. He then added that he had a rather peculiar experience when he read the book. He told me that he got halfway through the book when his eyes started misting over with tears and he remembered who he was. In one week from Australia to California to Virginia, different people were experiencing a reconnection to their divine, eternal natures and our true heavenly home. You know, everyone, angels of faith and its message that death certainly is not the end has touched others and my life so deeply that I cannot even fathom what would have happened if I just plowed forth on my agenda of writing and I'd not taken the time to attend to God's agenda, truly listening to his or her voice speaking to me through that little bird. 
the funny thing about all of this is that the posse of angels is saying that these types of miracles are constantly, they're continually happening and swirling all around us. And they're just waiting for us to be still enough to allow them to come in and to affect our lives. You know, but the majority of people are so busy pushing and controlling life to their expectations and focusing on the big things to happen that they do not tune in to how God wants us to bring forth and bless us with absolute gems of signs that contain magical messages along our lives' paths. Now, most people miss out on the miracle of life because these events happening are so small. They are seemingly insignificant, just like that tiny little bird. And outwardly, they actually look to us like a diversion that is taking us off the path of fulfilling our agenda. But the funny thing about life is that the more we can let go of our limited plan and we give our schedule over to God's agenda, then things will always work out in the most miraculous of ways. And the best part is that we don't have to wait for a holiday season of any sort to experience a miracle. Now, the posse of angels, here they come, they're chiming in, and they're saying that humans are under the misguided impression that life works in straight lines. You know, if I would have completely ignored that little bird and not allowed for any disruptions as I stubbornly pursued writing my third book, The Miracle of Angels of Faith, would never have occurred. Now, having lived my life, these past 15 years, being led by divine providence, not mine, I do not stubbornly pursue my will, but I've often said I will to will God's will. That's because God and the angels always, always have my best interest at heart and I do not question him or her. And each time that I've allowed my, uh, I've allowed this divine presence to guide me and send me signs and show me how to step forward, even if it's uh, um, even if it's off the path of my predetermined uh, agenda, I know that God is showing me the way to my next miracle. Um, it's not an easy thing to do. It is definitely a practiced way of living. But, it, but when you live like this, you live in that state of miracles, synchronicities, and magic, always fulfilling your intentions, your prayers, your wishes, and your desires. You know, some might say that the presence of miracles is the visible representation of seeing prayers in action for all miracles start with the energy of a wish. And the more we focus and concentrate on our prayers and our wishes, 
then an alchemical process begins to constantly fuel and feed the energies to bring us the visible manifestation of those prayers. When it comes to miracles, everyone never, ever, ever underestimate the power of your prayers. You know, several years ago, my husband had elective surgery to repair some torn cartilage in his knee. And while it was relatively minor surgery, it did entail general anesthetic and much care and attention. We arrived at the facility around 7.30 for the surgery. And when I entered the waiting room, it was filled with families waiting for their turn to be called. After family members and friends settled their loved ones, after they hugged them and kissed them goodbye, they all went back to the waiting room. And even though I had come very well prepared with my laptop and a book to read, I was constantly getting bombarded and distracted by the thoughts and the prayers of the people in the waiting room. And even though we were quite an international group, what I heard was Russian and Asian languages and Spanish. Their thoughts of the people in the waiting room were all focused on one thing, and it didn't have anything to do with the holiday season. The prayers came in gentle pulsing waves, washing over every person in that waiting room, as if we had become one living, breathing entity, all directing and focusing our energies on only one thing. We were all praying to God for our loved ones and putting our attention, our focus, and our belief on something that we couldn't see. We were asking for an outcome to see our loved ones safely through their operation. You know, everyone, putting our belief and faith on something that we cannot see, we cannot touch it, we cannot taste it, we cannot hear it, is to believe in miracles and the faith in the power of God and the angels to intervene in our lives once we do let go and we surrender to being children of God and being taken care of in his or her way, then we actually open to allow miracles to be part of our daily lives. And when I went to my angel spirit or at my um, animal spirit cards for further messages, um, I wasn't surprised when this wonderful animal came in. It's the mythical unicorn who flew in. The unicorn brings us the message of reconnecting to our higher wisdom or our divinity. And it asks us to be curious about things that we cannot see, touch, taste, or feel and go beyond our five physical senses. When it comes to having faith in something, when it comes uh, to having faith in something like this, uh, we uh, are connected 
to that higher source that helps to guide and certainly to protect us and send us signs. In addition, love cannot be weighed, measured, or bought, yet millions of people on the planet, they believe in the power of love and they access it. When it comes to the realm of miracles, just like our belief in unicorns, we are being asked actually to delve deeper in order to believe in the inexplicable, the unexplained. The meaning of the unicorn is about opening up to infinite and miraculous possibilities that are available at all times to us. It also gives us the wisdom to take advantage of those possibilities. With unicorns shifting from the visible world to the invisible world, it's helping us to transmute any of our limiting beliefs as it helps break through self-imposed boundaries and it gives us spiritual sight to see past illusions so that we can visualize and imagine those things so that they can manifest into our reality. So thank you so much, Mr. Unicorn, for coming into our reading today and showing us how to believe in the inexplicable. You have been listening to me, Claire Candy Hoff, on Angel Healing House Radio. Do remember that Angel Healing House Radio airs every week on Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Transformation Talk Radio. And um, as we are coming up to a break, just would like to remind everyone of my two other uh channeled books. Uh, One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness um, tells the story of my five most important past lives. They were the most important because I grew the most spiritually. And, um, And what I did after I crossed over from those lives when I returned to our One True Home. And of course, the sequel to it is I Am an Angelic Walk-In, the autobiography of myself. Angel Ariel, and it tells about the event that happened on January 11th, 2003, when the former soul of Claire Candy walked out of her life of despair and desperation, and I, Angel Ariel, walked in to create heaven on earth, not only for myself, but for countless people on the planet. You can, uh, you can buy these books for yourself. You can purchase, actually, this book as a download on uh, audible.com as well. Please go to angelhealinghouse.com um, or Amazon to purchase these books. We are going to have a quick break. And when we come back, you can call into the show for free angel readings with myself and my angelic family, the Posse of Angels. You can call in on 1-800-930-2819. We will see you after this quick break. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff. Angelic Walk-In Angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. 
She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. Have you discovered the remarkable books at angelhealinghouse.com? Author Claire Candy Hoff has channeled rare books of inspiration and insight. Angels of Faith is an inspiring story of healing, comfort, and hope that reminds us that death is not to be feared, but embraced with joy. One True Home Behind the Veil of Forgetfulness takes readers on a roller coaster ride through Angel Ariel's five most important lives on Earth, as well as her experiences in the afterlife, and helps us remember our own journey across the veil. And Claire Candy's autobiography, I Am an Angelic Walk In, which details the 2003 soul exchange that took place when Claire Candy walked out of her body and Angel Ariel walked in, creating heaven on Earth for herself and others. To find out more about these wonderful books, visit angelhealinghouse.com today. You're back with me, Claire Candy Huff on Angel Healing House Radio. Welcome to the first show of December. I know many people say it, but I cannot believe it's December already at uh, one month to go till the end of the year this year. In some aspects, this year has uh, flown by and other times um, it seemed like we were pushing molasses across a flat surface and going absolutely nowhere. Um, And the reason for that is because I wanted to remind everyone before we get to those callers why we were feeling uh, very stagnant and, uh, and out of sorts for Uh, a great part of 2018. You know, if you have started to anticipate what will happen in 2019 and will it be any different to 2018, the Posse of Angels is asking us to really pay close attention to what happens this month. Believe it or not, you know, when um, we get to the end month of the year, um, many people, you know, tend to switch off. They're uh, focused on the holidays. And, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, their work schedules, you know, are um, filled with socializing and different things like that. But the Posse of Angels wants us to know this is not our ordinary December Pay close attention to what happens this month as as it's an important time to reflect on what you want for the next chapter of your life. There are very different energies that will happen in this December. And probably the most important thing to consider from an energetic point of view is that there are no planets in retrograde. I can hear many of you saying, hallelujah, and you are celebrating. Because during last summer, we experienced a very long, challenging Mars retrograde. Now, Mars is the planet of action. Mars is the planet of doing. And when Mars goes retrograde, a lot of those projects and our plans, they come to a halt. Then 
Neptune went retrograde for five long months. And when Neptune goes retrograde, we become foggy. We, a lot of us, were having difficulty in accessing our intuitive uh, abilities um, and our instinctive natures. It was more difficult for us to see signs from God and the angels. But when Mars finally went direct, then Venus started her retrograde in October. And Venus was all about our relationships. And if there were any relationships that needed to be healed, brought back into divine alignment, they were brought to the fore. Venus retrograde was very, very, very difficult for many people. And then again, when Venus went direct, almost to the day, believe it or not, Mercury then went retrograde. But in only two days' time, on December the 6th, Mercury goes direct with no more retrogrades this year. Now, don't get me wrong. Retrogrades are important. They're a great time for us to have introspection, for looking inwards so that we can clean up our lives and we can re, like a retrograde, we can re-edit and revisit and revise and improve our lives. But you know what? We have had enough of revision. Now we get to receive signs on tangible physical things on how we can move our lives forward and experience uh, um, much more smooth sailing in both January and December. You know, The universe is always on our side, but when those retrogrades happen, it does seem as if we are being held back and it seems that the universe is against us. But with the universe now seemingly on our side as we are allowed to advance forward, it's time to dream bigger than you already have. Please send out your intentions to the universe. What this does is it starts to dissolve your current reality around you in order for the new one to emerge. So if you want to move, imagine where you're moving. If you want that new career, imagine um, all of those things that you've created and creating and manifesting a new career for yourself. The Posse of Angels is asking all of us and urging us to get ready for the ride of our lives in 2019, now that we are able to move forward. It's a very exciting time. And uh, some of us didn't think we were going to make it out of those uh, that retrograde after retrograde after retrograde alive. But here we are to tell the tale. And please do yourself a favor by start to imagine that new world of yours, that new reality in 2019. Okay, we are going to go to the lines to um, pick up our first phone caller. If you would like to uh, to call into the show, uh, please call in on 1-800-930-2819. We are going to be speaking with Stephanie from New York. Stephanie, you're on the line with Claire Candy Hoff. How are you today? Oh, hi, thanks. I'm okay. Um, What's happening in your world? Well, I've been 
Well, my I think I've mentioned before about my uh, my dream is to be able to get pregnant and have a baby this coming year <clears throat> sooner than later. But I worry sometimes that maybe my health issues aren't resolved yet, and if mm-hmm. I should focus on that. And I go kind of back and forth between um, not knowing kind of what to focus on more. Um, right. And, yeah, so I guess that's basically it. Like, if they think I should get the IUD now or if I'm okay for now or, you know, what their, <coughs> sorry, what their thoughts are. Okay. Um, this question has come up on uh, on uh, a few occasions before, Stephanie, when you called in. And the posse of angels are reassuring you that their, um, their number one priority and our number one priority is our health. That's where we need to focus. Um, whether a pregnancy occurs or not, um, if it does... Um, and you haven't concentrated on your health, uh, then the pregnancy uh, might not be um, uh, go as smoothly as it possibly could. So they're saying that um, uh, whether the pregnancy happens or not, your number one priority is to your health. Because if we have our health, then we have uh, the energy in the tank and uh, are we are physically well enough to be able to then move forward? Um, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go on. Um, yeah. No, I have been focusing on my health. I have been doing that. Um, but I'm not sure if I need to do more, I guess. Or, you know, in the past, I think that they warned me, you know, that I needed to get the biopsy before things you know, turned for the worst, um, you know, things like that. So I was just sort of wondering if what I'm doing now so far they feel okay with or if I'm, you know, need to step up something or do something differently or if there's something I'm in denial of or, you know, something like that. Okay. They're also saying... Yeah. Okay, they're, they're also saying that you're very vigilant in following the signs. Uh, they're saying there um, haven't been any signs um, that they've sent you uh, that you haven't noticed and that you haven't taken action on. So uh, they're saying, you know, the restorative nature um, and restoring our health um, is not a quick process. Uh, this is something that, you know, we have to be vigilant about. Um, and the body sometimes just takes a long time to heal, you know, and then we begin to wonder, well, you know, uh, should I do this or should I do that or should I do this? And sometimes we can overload. We can overload ourselves with trying to do too many things when all the body really needs is time to heal with the things that we are doing already. So to answer your question, they're, say, they're saying that you are being very vi- vigilant in following the signs that they've asked you to follow or you've asked to co-create, which is more appropriate. Um, you've asked, you know, asked for those signs. They've sent you those, those people to help you um, along the way. And they, they're saying, do give it time because time, your body just needs that nurturing. It needs time to heal. 
Um, and sometimes you can do, you know, the most, um, you know, um, um, amazing things that we think that should help the body to heal immediately. And the body just needs the time to heal. So let's go to the cards and see what comes out. Okay, thanks. So can I just ask just to make sure? Yes. So they don't think I need to also uh, include the IUD, but just uh, just to do kind of what I've been doing and give it time? It, it, I just want to make sure I understood. Yes, that's essentially what they're saying. They're saying the body needs time to heal, and that's where your focus should be. And um, sometimes when we are looking all over the place for the next thing, you know, uh, we are so used to and we have been programmed as human beings in the modern world uh, to have everything fast. You know, our computers turn on immediately and, and we get answers from Google on our, on our, um, on our smartphones and our iPhones. And, um, and everything happens so fast that we expect that we will take this supplement or we will do this procedure and abracadabra everything will be as it was before when that's not the case with the body. It needs, it does need time to heal. So they're saying you're doing a good job, what you're, you're doing, but you're putting too much pressure on expectation and attachment to what you think should be happening now and to, to please give it time. So um, the, uh, okay. The first card that comes out for you is the Wheel of Fortune. Now, it's interesting that the Wheel of Fortune comes out because the Wheel of Fortune is a card of, um, of destiny turning in your favor. And uh, when, we, uh, when we receive the Wheel of Fortune, a lot of times, uh, most of the time, or I'd actually say all of the time, things are, have been divinely taken out of our hands. And, and we, we no longer really have a say or uh, in, in what is to happen. I know we have free will, but we have to allow the universe, God and the angels, to then take over at some stage and to divinely fulfill uh, what we intend in our hearts. So that's a great card. And for, in, order, in order for the universe to bring us what we desire, you have to surrender and you have to let go to that which you are attached to and to let go of your limited expectations because the universe always knows um, what's best for us, always. It knows what we want, truly in our hearts before we know we want it. So this is a great card of confirmation about surrendering and letting go of those expectations. Uh, the next card that's coming out for you is the opening card. This is the Eight of Wands. And the opening card means that um, it's an opportunity. When this card comes, uh, it's always an opportunity that happens as a result of the things that we've uh, put our focus and attention on before. So I like in this deck the, in the, with the Eight of Wands that it's showing me the deer there. And uh, the posse of angels are uh, telling me that they 
um, that you chose this card because the deer is a symbol of being kind and gentle and soft and, and receptive. It's not a card of pushing. It's not a card of doing. It's not a card of being attached to anything. It's a card of being gentle. So allow the wheel of fortune, allow the universe to bring you what you desire, you know, which is ultimately the healing of your body. And then, uh, and then things will happen as a result of that. But it's that gentleness that will help you heal more than your expectations. And the next card that comes out for you is the, and, I, and um, people like that I call the Ten of Cups, the Sunshine, Lollipop, and Roses card. I mean, this is, this is emotional abundance at its zenith point. It's the highest emotional card in the deck. And, um, and as a result of surrendering and letting go and allowing your body to heal, uh, you're putting much too much pressure on the way or, or the, um, uh, the things that you should do rather than the things that you are doing and telling your body that it's, that it's healing in its own time. It's doing a wonderful job. And then this emotional fulfillment card comes in. So, Stephanie, I hope that's been helpful for you. Um, have, uh, have, have a wonderful time as you let go and you surrender and know that your body is doing a tremendous job with all that you are doing for it. So I hope that's been helpful. Yeah, thank you so much. And what was that last card, the sunshine card? I missed the name. Oh, the sunshine card was the Ten of Cups. Ten of Cups. Okay, so it looks pretty positive overall. Thank you. It does look very positive, and, and you should be very positive because in the calls that I've received from you, it has been a journey, um, and you've been very attentive to following those steps that the posse of angels and your own guides have shown you through the signs and messages. So allow your body to heal and keep telling your body that it's doing the best job that it possibly can. That makes me smile. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate that. Take care, sweetheart. God bless you. I'll talk to you soon. You too. Okay, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. And if you'd like to call in for a free angel reading, please do call in on 1-800-930-2819. No more callers on the board and the switchboard for for now. Um, What I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the cards and I'm going to pull some cards for the rest of December. Um, I was going to say I'd pull some cards for January, but we do have... We do have all of the rest of December to go. And let's see if the Posse of Angels can, uh, can give us some messages to help us with the rest of December. Okay, one more shuffle here and see what comes out. Um, all I can tell you is that uh, many of us who have felt held back we have felt as if we were stagnant. Our projects and our things that we were asked to create by spirit didn't go anywhere. Um, now is the time going into December in 2019 for the floodgates to open. So 
Our first card is the victory card. <laughs> I love it. Okay, the six of wands. Uh, this is always the card of triumph. This is the card of recognition. This is the card of other people finally recognizing those things we created. You know, um, uh, if you have been um, motivated, if you have been inspired to write a book, whether it was published by a a publishing house or you self-published, um, if you created the radio station, if you created a business, if you, if you, those things that we created with enthusiasm and with passion, those are the foundation for those excitable, enthusiastic, passionate, creative energies to now bring us what is going to happen going into December and 2019. So we get the laurel wreaths and, uh, and the recognition, the support from those people financially and also emotionally and to advance our projects and careers comes in. And the horses are always about our personal power in, um, in the tarot. So we, we now feel a sense of power within ourselves as we go forth. So that's very exciting to get the Six of Wands when we talk about going into December. The next card coming out for us has a, has a horse as well. Lots of power behind us. Eight is the number of strength. Eight is the number of uh, abundance and prosperity, wealth, riches. This is the strength card. It's telling us to have the strength to now dissolve the reality that we had before to create that new reality. Where are you going to be in 2019? And what are you going to be doing? This is so exciting. Um, if you look at these two cards together, we have the uh, six of wands and we have the strength. The thing that I notice is it's bright and it's sunny yellow. Um, the red is about taking inspired um, action, and it's about uh, about uh, being um, being so not not just so excited, but being true to who we are and moving forward. And then the next card that's coming out for us. Oh my gosh! I did shuffle. It's the sunshine, lollipop, and roses card. This is the ten of cups, and so. What we have held and um, believed all along, what we have had faith, every time spirit asked us to do something, to move somewhere where it was not logical or rational to do it. And we've said, okay, because it felt good within our hearts to be able to do it. Many times we went against our heads and we followed our hearts when we were asked to, to bring forth a creative project and it seemingly didn't go anywhere. Now we're going to be seeing the results. I'll draw another two cards since December is so very important to all of us. We just spoke about dissolving our reality. This is another eight that's come in. Okay, This is the card of walking away walking away from 
whatever we have, uh, whatever we've built, whatever we've created um, of our reality in order to then walk, walk into the new reality. So ask yourself over this month what you want to create, okay? That missing cup, that missing cup there on the Eight of Cups, what do you want to create in 2019? The next card that comes up for us is, as an outcome card, is the sunny yellow card of the sun. No matter where it falls in a reading, the sun card is radiant. It's illuminating. This is not only going to be us shining our light so very bright. And there's another horse here. So there's lots of personal power when it comes to our reading. So, um, so this is really important that the sun comes on as an outcome. So this, this reading just confirms to all of us that, um, that the outcome is going to be very, very sunny for 2019. The Posse of Angels also tell me that um, 2019 is going to be a much easier year. It's going to be a year of grace. It's going to be a year of uh, things happening organically, naturally. We won't have to push. We, we never really had to push and control things um, to our expectations. And we will be amazed as December starts to um, pick up speed, especially do remember that Mercury retrograde, uh, Mercury goes out of retrograde on December 6th, but it does not get out of its shadow until at least 10 days or two weeks after and still can have the, the planet of communication you know, in the shadow phase going backwards, it still can have a little bit of an effect on on our lives. So if you add 10 to 6, I get 16, although my math skills are not terrific. Um, So from mid-December on, we are going to start to see incrementally life getting so much brighter like that sun and illuminate the fulfillment, the very physical tangible fulfillment of our wishes and dreams. But not only that, um, where we have put our creative focus and energy in the last years and where we were very enthusiastic, now that's the, and uh, now that's going to come in, the tide's going to come in, um, in order for the fulfillment of our dreams. So thank you so much. Thank you. That's just about the end of our program. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank everyone for their um, support and uh, referrals and recommendations for Angel Healing House Radio. The Posse of Angels and I are so very grateful and appreciative. Do remember that Angel Healing House Radio airs every week at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And uh If you, once again, are looking for spiritual gifts for spiritually minded people, please do go to my website for my channel books and also this beautiful guided angel meditation CD that takes you on a journey with the angels to connect with them further and and provides beautiful music 
uh, sound effects for you to go on this wonderful journey of relaxation and stress release. Do remember everyone to go out this week and fashion an absolutely beautiful life for yourself. Love and angel blessings. And I do look so forward to speaking with you again next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thank you.